Hi, welcome to the This Mama Needs Grace podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Capel. This is a podcast about a lot of things. Motherhood, marriage, coffee, running, routines. But above all else, this is a podcast about love. It is about grace, and it ultimately is about Jesus. Join me here every week where I turn my neat, typed-up blog content into a raw and honest conversation with you, my friend. Hi guys, and happy Monday. Welcome to episode number four of the This Mama Needs Grace podcast. Today in the podcast, I share my posts from the week, which are all about road tripping and running, specifically road tripping and running with a baby, which of course changes things, but like I write about, I don't think it needs to change too much. I still think both activities, running and riding in a car, can be just as enjoyable even when you have a little one. One of the things I feel like Lance and I heard a lot about before we had Hudson was just how much our lives are going to change after a baby. And I feel like a lot of the implications were that they were going to change to be more difficult and more challenging and more demanding and not necessarily always changing for a positive. But what we are just learning and finding is that, yes, things absolutely change. And like I read about a lot, we need to plan ahead. We need to leave early. We just need to think things through a lot more than we used to. But I really, really believe that, one, you don't need to stop doing the things you used to. You can still go out on runs. You can still go on trips and travel via car, via airplane, via train. And I think you can still have a really enjoyable time. Like I read about in that first post about our road trip from California to Arizona, I really feel like it was one of the best trips Lance and I had, period. And especially Lance and I having together as a family. We had just a really great, great time. And bringing a baby wasn't a burden. It just changed things. But I think it changed things for the better. And the same goes with running. Yes, it's a little bit more difficult to be pushing a jogger, but it's totally possible you can still run relatively fast with a jogger. And I think it's just a great one outlet for you to be able to get out of the house with your little one still with you. And also as Hudson gets older, I think it's going to be a great example for him to be able to see what it looks like for his mom to still prioritize her fitness and still be healthy and incorporate him alongside with her. So I do not want to keep rambling. Without further ado, here are my two posts from the week all about road tripping and running. Five tips to survive a road trip with a baby. We just got back from our first road trip with Hudson. We had a wedding in Arizona, so we made the decision to drive and turn it into a little family trip. We both were a bit concerned with how Hudson would handle the six hour drive. Overall, Hudson is a pretty easygoing, mellow baby, but six hours in a car seat at 11 months is not an easy ask. 
He did so great on both drives and we really had a super enjoyable couple days. Really random, but I would say it was one of our best trips as a family. They say everything changes when you have a baby, which is totally true, but I feel like an underlying implication when people say that is that things become less fun. Ironically, we are finding that we seem to be doing more and having even more fun with Hudson. We are finding that you can really incorporate baby into the same things you would do prior to baby. You just need to make small adjustments, bring a few more things, and plan ahead. While we definitely are not experts when it comes to traveling with a baby, I do feel like we intentionally did a few things that really helped make our trip a success. Also, side note here, I get that not all babies are the same and some might respond a bit differently to such a long car ride. So, be sure to adjust and change these tips based on your own baby's needs. Here are my top five tips not only help you survive a road trip with baby, but truly enjoy it and make memorable times as a family. Number one, leave early. Especially when traveling with a little one, leaving early in the morning is a huge benefit. We left around 4.30 and it worked out very well. For one, there was zero traffic and we made excellent time. Leaving early also allowed for Hudson to sleep the first couple hours. This made it so his awake time during the drive was only a couple hours since he also took his first nap on the drive out. He was sleeping for over half the drive, which was amazing. Maybe leaving at 4.30 a.m. is not your thing, and I get it. But I do think that you should try to be strategic when you leave in terms of your baby's sleeping schedule. The more they can sleep during the drive, the happier everyone will be. The other great thing about leaving early is that we got to our destination at noon, so we still had a full day. We were able to go to Target and get a few essentials and even go to the pool to give Hudson some time to burn off the extra energy he had built up from being tied to his car seat. Waking up at 4 a.m. also is a lot easier when you're excited for your trip. Those first couple hours of driving were so nice for Lance and I as we sipped our coffee, chatted, and watched the sunrise. Number two, make activity bags. This is a tip that I've heard from a lot of other moms when it comes to traveling with a little one. The more distracted baby can be, the better. The same old toys can get pretty boring after a few hours, so I found it helpful to pack three separate Ziploc baggies with a variety of different toys. We were gone for three days, so I made each bag dedicated to a different day in the car. I created these bags by intentionally putting in toys I know he really likes, while also including toys he hasn't seen in a while. I also try to make each bag as varied as possible. I put at least one electronic toy, a book, teether, and a ball, his favorite thing right now, in each bag. This system proved to be helpful and not only mixed up the toys he was exposed to throughout the trip, it allowed for me to stay organized with the toys as I had three separate storage containers. I would bring one bag with us and the diaper bag and the others I would just leave in the car for the next day. Number three, sit next to baby. While I didn't sit next to Hudson the entire trip, it is a good idea to make Sure, there is room for you to move to the back if needed. Our car is pretty small, so we needed to do some shuffling, but after moving a few things around, I was able to squeeze in the back to act as entertainment for Hudson. This seemed to also just calm his overall presence. He seemed to enjoy my company. If you have more than one kid, you obviously don't need to do this. They can entertain each other, but if you just have one baby, you should definitely have a plan to make it easy for you to sit in the back row for even just a bit of the drive. Number four, keep snacks accessible. Just like toys can be a good distraction mechanism, so can food. I would recommend packing a separate bag full of snacks for the little ones. 
keep this bag in a place that is easy for you to reach throughout the drive. I also would pack a separate baggie within the snack bag to put any trash in. This is one thing I didn't do, but I wish I did. It would have been really helpful to just keep the car more tidy. Number five, stop often. As tempting as it is to just plow through the drive and get there as fast as possible, the more stops you make, the easier I'll be on your little ones. Be sure to use this time to change diapers, feed baby, and allow baby to see new things and burn a bit of energy before returning to the car seat. We did not need to do this since we just have one baby, but if you're also traveling with kids a bit older, try to front load them and be very specific when and where stops are being made. Try to get them excited for the stops you're making so the trip as a whole can feel more broken up. Road tripping with a baby can actually be a lot of fun, but like with most things in life, it is much more enjoyable the more planned and prepared you are. So plan ahead, make a list with all the essentials baby will need, and mentally be prepped to listen to lots of Mickey songs on CD. Creating a checklist and having all our bags packed and by the door the night before made the morning leaving super smooth. Also, making sure we had something that seems to automatically soothe him and put him in a good mood saved us a few times. For Hudson, this is his personalized Mickey CD. I know there is tons of controversy with screen time, but we did allow Hudson to watch a couple shows on the iPad when we needed to occupy him for a few minutes. Don't judge. Sometimes you just need to do what you need to do. If that's not your thing, that's great, but I would think about the things that work well to entertain and occupy your baby and be sure to implement those. Overall, if you are debating between road tripping and flying, I think road tripping was a fun and less stressful environment to introduce Hudson to travel. In a couple weeks, we will be taking him on his first flight to New York. So, a flying with baby post will be coming soon. Hope these tips are helpful, and if you have any baby road trip tips that worked well for you, I would love to hear them. The Art of Running with a Baby Jogger There have been a few memories in Hudson's first month of life that seem to be engraved in my mind. One of them is our first major outing a week after he was born. We went on a walk in Manhattan Beach. I remember it all so clearly. I remember how uncomfortable and insecure I felt when I saw my reflection in the store window. I had milk stains on my shirt. My belly still looked very pregnant and my eyes drooped with exhaustion. That was just the physical parts I saw in the window. I also deeply remember how I felt on that walk. I was gripped by anxiety. I felt completely overwhelmed. We were literally just going on a walk, something Lance and I would do all the time, but now everything was entirely different. I was paranoid and panicky. I had this new baby and this new stroller and this new body. All of it was foreign to me. The thing I remember most is the way I felt pushing the stroller down the hill to get to the strand. My heart was racing. My palms have never gripped something so tightly. All I could think about was my fear of losing grip of the stroller. I felt so awkward and incredibly unsure. The reason I tell this story is to show change and progress and illustrate how quickly transformation can happen. Fast forward 11 months and I run with the jogger one-handed with a casualness and confidence that June 15th Kelly would not have believed she was capable of. My relationship with the stroller is very telling in my progress as a parent. The stroller used to be a place of fear and sweaty, anxious palms. Now, 
It is a place of freedom and confidence. Our faded orange bob stroller we bought on Facebook Marketplace was one of the best low-cost investments we made in baby products. While the first month I barely touched it because I was nervous about using it, I slowly adjusted and figured out the art of running with a jogger. Like most things, it takes a little time to figure out your stride. It took some trial and error. There were lots of runs where Hudson screamed the entire run. There were runs I had to just stop because I was so exhausted from the extra work of pushing the jogger. There have definitely been runs and moments where I felt held back from the stroller and even annoyed by it. But as a whole, our 2008 Bob has a special place in my heart. It has taught me something. It has shown me a strength and confidence that I had forgotten I possess. It has pushed me to get out of comfort zones and it has revealed how much harder hills can become. It ultimately has shown me that I can do the same things I loved pre-baby. It just takes a different form. My pace is absolutely slower. The roots are slightly different, more pavement, less dirt. However, the jogger doesn't hold me back too much. I'm still able to throw in some surges and can still pass some guys along the way. And let me tell you, that feels pretty good. So yes, the jogger changes things, but I am convinced it doesn't need to change too much. If you are struggling with running with the baby jogger or want to and are unsure about it, here are five tips to help you master the art of the jogger. Number one, wait. There are different numbers people throw out as one of the appropriate ages for babies to be in a jogger. I have heard as young as four months and as conservative as eight months. Definitely consult your pediatrician, but we began running with Hudson around the five month mark. And to be honest, I don't think he was quite ready for it. Physically, it was totally fine as he had very strong neck control, but I don't think he was quite mature enough to be able to sit in jogger for an extended amount of time without getting fussy. Both Lance and I experienced a lot of crying in these early runs. I would wait to run with baby until he or she is clearly at an age where they can occupy themselves. It really hasn't been until recently, around 9-10 to 10 months, that Hudson has proven to be a champ in the jogger. We are at the point that I can run 60-70 to 70 minutes without him fussing once. So, if you can, wait a bit to start consistently running with baby. They will make it pretty clear when they are ready for it. Number two, start slow. Physically pushing a jogger is demanding, especially if you are getting back into shape. It is gonna feel pretty hard to push jogger and run at a decent pace. I would not even look at your pace the first couple runs with baby. Start by just going off of effort. I run at least 30 seconds slower with the jogger. Allow yourself some grace in terms of pace. You're out pushing the jogger. No need to break records. I also recommend starting your runs more conservatively. You can always end your run faster, but it is especially important to ease into pace with jogger and not go out too hard. Number three, run during nap time. This is a tip I have recently figured out. I used to run with him right after he woke up from naps. From my experience, this is not the best option. He had lots of energy and did not want to be strapped in. While I'm all about being home for naps so I can get things done, I have learned to sacrifice this nap time in order to have a nice, quiet, cry-free run. I think it's worth the nap sacrifice. I now always run during his first morning nap around 9am. He sleeps for most of my run. It is also nice to get the run done early. Once we get home, he is happy and rested and we have the rest of the day to do something fun. 
Number four, be consistent. Like with most things in life, the more consistent you are, the easier it will become. I do not do every run with him, but I run at least two to three times per week with him and the jogger. This consistent pattern has allowed for both of us to get used to the jogger. Running with jogger has not only trained and strengthened me, it also has trained him to be patient and capable of handling sitting for an hour. It is building within us both a strength and independence, and for that I'm thankful. Be as consistent with a jogger as you can. The more you do it, the more second nature it will feel for you, and the more used to it baby will become. Since we go on runs on a consistent basis, Hudson has not only become accustomed to our running routine, he has come to enjoy our rides. It is deeply relaxing to him. He loves taking in the wind and the new environment he sees from the comfort of the stroller. The jogger itself also seems to ride smoother and smoother the more I have used it. Consistency really is key when it comes to running with baby. If you only use it every once in a while, it is likely it won't feel as good for both you and baby. Number five, increasingly build. This might sound obvious, but you don't want to start your first run with baby on a super long and hilly run. Increasingly build. Start small and build from there. Start by just going out for a run around the block and see how it goes. Then next run, go a little further and so on. Also, I'd recommend starting in places that you are familiar and comfortable with. Find a route that suits the stroller and that you know well. Once baby has proven to handle jogger well, then you can venture out to try longer runs in different terrain. Take it one day at a time, no need to prove anything. While the jogger used to be a burden to me, I am learning to run with it with a sense of gratitude and grace. I am thankful. I am thankful for our Bob jogger. I'm thankful for a healthy body. I'm thankful for a child that I get to push up steep hills. While I used to awkwardly run with a jogger in hand, I am learning to run with a greater ease and confidence. The stroller no longer feels as heavy. The stroller has taken on a lightness that I didn't think was possible. The stroller is a great source of pride for me. I am proud to run with my jogger. It is like an orange badge of motherhood. Now, when I am out running solo, I feel naked. I feel like I'm missing something, and I am. My baby and my bob. Hope these few key points are helpful and motivating. You don't need to be extra strong or fast to push jogger. Just a consistent determination to do it, even amidst the extra crying and weight. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed. And if you got something out of today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you could go on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Like I've talked about in previous episodes, we are just in the beginning here at This Mama Needs Grace podcast. And even just a few words of encouragement would be so appreciative. If you're loving what I am sharing and writing and talking about and want to read more, I would love if you checked out my blog, www.thismamaneedsgrace.com. I post there every Wednesday and Saturday, so check it out. Also, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go on over to at TMNG underscore podcasts on Instagram to get all blog updates. Right now it's pretty empty, but I will be working on updating that page more in the coming weeks. I hope you all have a great week and I will see you back here next Monday.